We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everyone's doing well. If you're tuning in tonight, it's because you're uh, here for my next installment of my uh, college football bowl game breakdowns for the 2022 college football season. Um, next up is the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Uh, uh, the game will be played on Saturday, December 17th um, at Fenway Park in Boston. Uh, odds are it will be a little, a little chilly, uh, but nonetheless, we have a exciting matchup uh, because we have a rivalry renewed here. The keg of nails uh, between the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Louisville Cardinals. Um, for many years, these two played very frequently. They haven't played in, in, a, in a while. Um, so this is a fun opportunity for these two teams to square off. And this game was even made more entertaining recently uh, because of coaching a coaching change. Uh, Louisville's head coach, Scott Satterfield, left Louisville and now is the head coach at Cincinnati. So this is a very peculiar situation. It'll be interesting to see um, how, how that goes. I mean, obviously, Scott Satterfield is not going to be coaching either team, of course. Um, Kerry Combs will be co is the interim coach for the Cincinnati Bearcats. And Louisville is going with uh, Deion Branch as their interim head coach. So that'll be really interesting to see that. I know Deion Branch is – both guys are super excited to be coaching um, in this game, but I've seen interview, many interviews with Deion Branch and just how excited he is for the opportunity to represent his alma mater. Uh, so I, I'm excited for him. I'm excited for, for this game in particular. Um, obviously, there's a couple guys um, that, are, that have opted out um, to get ready for the NFL draft. Uh, big name guys in Louisville quarterback Malik Cunningham, um, their their star wide receiver Tyler Hudson, also, and for Cincinnati, uh, their star wide receiver Tyler Scott has opted out as well. So, very very interesting situation there. Um, I will start off with the Cincinnati Bearcats. Um, go through their schedule a little bit. They they entered the bowl at nine and three. They went six and two in the AAC coming off their uh, amazing run last year, going undefeated in the regular season, winning the AAC Conference Championship. This was their last ride in the American Conference as they are now off to the Big 12. Uh, but this year they opened up a very, very tough opponent on the road at Arkansas, who was ranked in the top 20 at the time. They lost by 7, 31-24. Turn around the next week beat a good FCS Kennesaw State team 63 to 10. Kennesaw State will be moving up to the FBS level very, very soon. Turned around the next week and played a bowl eligible team in Miami, Ohio. In uh, They played that game at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, 
the Bearcats came away with a 38-17 victory. The next week they played Indiana, won convincingly 45-24. Then they open up conference play, won at Tulsa 31-21, beat USF 28-24, won at SMU 29-27. Then they lost at UCF 25-21. Turn around, beat Navy 20-10, beat East Carolina 27-25, won at Temple. 23 to 3 and then lost to Tulane in the last game of the season uh, uh, top 20 Tulane team 27-24 that game was for the right to go to the AAC championship game um, looking at the Bearcats this year they averaged just over 31 points per game give up just over 20 points per game um, 256 yards passing per game just under 137 rushing yards per game then defensively, they give up just over 186 passing yards per game and just under 142 rushing yards per game. Uh, then looking at the Louisville Cardinals, they went 7-5 and five in the AC, uh, overall and 4-4 four and four in the ACC. So they opened up the year at Syracuse and lost 31-7. to seven. Uh, Turned around the next week, and Malik Cunningham was fantastic. They won at UCF 20-14. Uh, to 14. Lost to Florida State the following week, 35-31. Beat USF 41-3. Lost at Boston College, 34-33. Won at Virginia, 34-17. Beat Pittsburgh, 24-10. Beat number 10, Wake Forest, 48-21. Had a ton of turnovers that they converted in that game. Uh, turnaround beat JMU, 34-10. Lost at number 10, Clemson, 31-16. Then they beat... Uh, number 24 NC State 25 to 10 lost the, uh, the bluegrass rivalry game to at Kentucky 26 to 13 um, as I said Scott Satterfield left Louisville um, is off to Cincinnati so uh, interesting situation there but um, then Louisville has hired Jeff Brom an alum from Purdue so uh, I, personally, I think a very great hire on their part. Um, looking at uh, Louisville, some of their stats entering the game, average just over 27 points per game, give up uh, 20 points per game, uh, nearly 212 passing yards per game, almost 194 rushing yards per game. Defensively, they give up uh, almost 207 passing yards per game and only uh, 140 rushing yards per game. So two stout defenses really heading into this game. When you look at it, some very, very talented linebackers on both sides of the ball here. Um, looking at Cincinnati, overall they are 10-11 and 11 in their bowl history. Um, like I said, they will not have a star wide, star wide receiver. Um, Tyler Scott, he is declared for the NFL draft. He will be sitting out. Um, key guys to look at, linebacker Ivan Pace Jr. Uh, was the American Athletic Conference Defensive Player of the Year. He was a unanimous first-team All-American, um, the first unanimous All-American in Cincinnati program history, so a huge deal there. Interesting that he transferred in from Miami, Ohio last year where he was the MAC Defensive Player of the Year as well. So back-to-back -back conference defensive players of the year for Ivan Pace Jr. And I tried to do some research looking into uh, into that, and I could not find 
anyone else that had ever done that before. So uh, being a back-to-back conference defensive player of the year in separate conferences, an amazing feat on his part. Um, Then the, the Bearcats also had the AAC special teams player of the year in punter Mason Fletcher. He was fourth nationally averaging nearly 47 yards per punt so uh, they have a huge advantage there um, on that uh, punting I mean an amazing weapon looking at their uh, first team all AAC picks uh, tight end Josh Weil uh, defensive lineman Juwan Briggs defensive lineman Dante Corleone of course linebacker Ivan Pace Jr. cornerback Jaquan Shepard, and then, of course, punter Mason Fletcher. Then second team, all AAC players, wide receiver Tyler Scott, who, like I said, won't be playing uh, in the bowl game. Offensive tackle James Tunstall, safety Javon Hicks, and then kicker Ryan Coe. Then uh, some some big stats for the Bearcats. Uh, 20th nationally on fourth down, uh, 63 uh, percent on the year 12 for 19 overall um, it'll be interesting if if there is fourth down battles because Louisville is first nationally for fourth down defense less than 16 percent on the year allowing conversions on fourth down so it would be very interesting there where you have a top 20 offense in Cincinnati and the, the number one nationally on fourth down defense um, looking back at the Bearcats, fourth nationally for defensive touchdowns with four. Um, they were second nationally in net punting, um, nearly 45 yards net punting. I mean, obviously, like I said, they are the AAC Special Teams Player of the Year. Uh, 24th nationally in red zone defense at uh, 77.5%. Uh, 18th nationally in red zone offense, so 90% uh, of the time they score. Uh, 23rd nationally in scoring defense, just uh, 20 points per game roughly. Um, 20th nationally with 34 sacks. Um, 15th nationally in tackles for loss, 7.2 per game. Uh, And then some other players to look for for the Bearcats. Uh, Quarterback Ben Bryant, who, interesting story, started his career at Cincinnati, transferred to Eastern Michigan, had an amazing year last year at Eastern Michigan, transfers back to Cincinnati this year uh, to win the starting job, replacing Desmond Ritter. This year he threw for 2,732 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So a very productive year. Side note, I personally saw him in person twice last year in my travels and was very, very impressed by him as a quarterback. Then running back Charles McClelland, uh, 834 yards, seven touchdowns, but probably the most important thing is his six yards per carry average. Um, then, like I said, wide receiver Tyler Scott, obviously not playing, but his numbers still need to be um, brought up because he had an amazing year. 899 yards receiving and nine touchdowns. Then, of course, Ivan Pace Jr., 119 tackles, eight sacks. Um, like I said, unanimous All-American uh, first time in Cincinnati program history that that has happened. Uh, let's switch over to Louisville. Louisville Cardinals. They're 11, 12, and one all time in bowl games. So uh, both teams uh, are one game under 500 when it comes to bowl games, a bowl victory. So a win 
whoever wins the game will be at 500 in program history for bowls. Uh, like I said, new head coach, uh, for Louisville, for both teams, really. I mean, uh, Jeff Brown coming into Louisville from Purdue. But like I said, Dion Branch will be serving as the interim head coach in this game. So that'll be fun to see. Um, like I already said, no Malik Cunningham at quarterback, no Tyler Hudson at wide receiver. Um, all Some of their all-conference players, their only first-team all-AACC player, linebacker, uh, Yasir Abdullah, could have very well been the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Um, is he he was all over the place. Um, Fifty-seven tackles, eight sacks, four, four forced fumbles, which was second nationally. Then he had two interceptions. Um, second team All Conference players: uh, Tyler Hudson at wide receiver, offensive guard Caleb Chandler, and then center uh, Brian Hudson. Third team defensive end. Yaya Diaby, cornerback Kytrell Clark, and kicker James Turner. Um, so looking at uh, some of the key players coming into this game, playing quarterback will be Brock Doman, uh, who had 866 yards passing, three touchdowns, and five interceptions. Uh, he, he did lead them to a victory over NC State. He played significantly at the tail end of the season. Uh, against some very stiff competition, Clemson, um, NC State, and Kentucky, so two ranked teams and then a very good SEC team, and he was able to beat NC State, so very good showing on his part, um, so he's coming. he's got to be coming in with some confidence. I expect him to play well in this game. Um, still going to mention Tyler Hudson, uh, even though he's off to the NFL, he comes in, he was an F FCS All-American last year at Central Arkansas, comes in now, second team all ACC, uh, 1,034 yards and then two touchdowns. Uh, last year, 1,229 yards and eight touchdowns. So an amazing uh, season for him. I already mentioned Yasir Abdullah. Um, he will undoubtedly have an opportunity to play on Sundays. Um, just makes plays defensively. Eight sacks, four forced fumbles, second nationally there, two interceptions. Uh, defensive lineman Yaya Diaby had seven and a half sacks. Um, then running back jo Jawar Jordan I want to bring up because he, he had 700 yards and two touchdowns on the season, but in the last four games of the year, he had 440 yards and a touchdown. So in their games against you know victory over James Madison, a loss at number 10 Clemson, a victory over number 24 NC State, then a loss at Kentucky, four uh, very good opponents, some very good defenses there. He had 440 yards and a touchdown in those four games. So really something to look at there. I, I expect him to do some really good things um, in the bowl game and in the future. Then looking at some stats for the Cardinals, a tremendous defense, first nationally and fourth down defense. I said that already, but just under 16% conversion rate. So they're stout on fourth down. They make the stops when they need to. 10th nationally in defensive touchdowns with three. Um, they're fifth in fumble recoveries with 13 on the season. They're also fifth in kickoff return yardage and 25.2 yards per kickoff return. They have one touchdown on the season. 10th uh, in red zone defense, um, just under 74%. Uh, scoring rate against them 19th in scoring defense uh 20 points per game 
then th this one here I think is huge. They're second in the nation in sacks with uh, 43 total, but they average 3.58 sacks per game. So this is a aggressive defense that gets to the quarterback and makes plays. 12th in tackles for loss, 7.2 per game, 87 total. Um, third overall in forced turnovers with 28 and ninth in interceptions with 15. So just tremendous defense. 13 recovered fumbles, 15 interceptions. They just make plays defensively. And they got guys out there who do some really, really good things. Um, I'm not a betting man, but I like to throw the spread and over-under out there. Uh, Louisville, as of uh, tonight, Thursday, December 15th, is a two-point favorite. Uh, the over-under for this game is 40. Um, I, I do agree that the defenses are both stout, and I think we're in for a fun a fun game from that regard. Just some really, really good athletes on both defenses here. Um, if, if I'm being honest, I would give an edge towards Cincinnati's offense, possibly just because of some of the guys that they're going to have. They have their starting quarterback. But when you look at uh, some of the same opponents that they've played, Cincinnati, of course, UCF is in their conference. They played at UCF. They lost 25-21 to 21, um, in, at the end of October, right before Halloween. Louisville played them at the very beginning of the season, Friday night, September 9th. They won the game at UCF 20-14. to 14. Um, Then if you look at their other common opponent, Cincinnati, of course, played uh, South Florida, who is also in their conference. They won that game 28-24. And Louisville played them in September um, and won convincingly 41-3. So if you look at those two games, um, you, you might be convinced that Louisville is going to win this game. But the one thing I would say about that is Malik Cunningham was the head man in both of those games. And Malik Cunningham is so electric as a player. I think that plays a part into um, what happened in, in, in both of those games. Uh, I, no matter what, I think this is going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be very close. I think it's pretty evenly matched. I think that's why, obviously, you see the spread at two. Um, just intrigued to see how this one goes. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I really do. Um, if you if you make me pick, I, I would I would lean towards uh, Cincinnati slightly just because of having their their top quarterback, some of their top offensive guys. So I would lean that way, but I could see this one going either way. I think it's going to be a really good football game, really close game, like I said. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I will be. Uh, doing breakdowns on every single bowl game. This is number three on the on the docket uh, for the Fenway Bowl between Cincinnati and Louisville. Hope everybody does well, is doing well. Uh, feel free to follow me personally on Twitter at Coach underscore B Will, and also the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Uh, please give a follow on Twitter, uh, like, subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys. Have a good night. God bless.